Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The trailer looking at Billy Bones Paolo DiCaglio West Ham United We celebrate our victories We stick together Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. Season 10, episode 38. And we are the top London team in the Premier League again. We are in Champions League. We're going to play Barcelona, Real Madrid. We're going to be champions of Europe. And everything is happy. Happy Easter, everybody. With me tonight is Nigel. Where are you? What are you doing? I'm in my shed. Pulling teeth. Dreaming of the pub. Uh, no George tonight because we're recording on a Tuesday and he's on baby duty. No, uh, John tonight, because he's still in move mode. Uh, but they've both promised they will be back next Monday. So, uh, yeah, they're going to join us next Monday. Uh, but pop back, pop by popular demand. <laughs> Get it out of the end. Kenny Townland, where are you? What are you doing? I'm in the living room at the moment, struggling to, to do a podcast with you two. Well, in fact, I'm, gonna... I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go back to my art studio soon just to charge the the, the laptop up. Yeah, what sorry, 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 sorry. Nigel and myself were recording something with Copper Ninety that we've got this little project coming out, and, and so we were late for poor old Len, and and then we've had technical issues with uh, the our podcast software. So poor old Len has been uh, he's been on the, the bench. To live. He's been on the bench without an unused substitute for quite a while. Sorry, Len. Why? You're still important to us. We love you. 
Thank you. Anyway, anywho, um, as I said, uh, European Champions League place, top team in London, fourth place. Uh, we beat Wolves, even though some of us, Nigel, said uh, we'd only manage a draw. So let's start with you, Nigel. Uh, 3-2. Easy, easy, wasn't it? First time since 1920-something. We've done the double over them. Well, we've never done it in top flight football. Oh, really? First time we've done the double over Wolves in top flight? Yeah, in top flight. Obviously, 1920-something, as you very accurately pointed out there, Sean. Um, We were in old money division two. I, I mean, you can't go easy, 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 can you? I mean, it was... Right, uh, I did that just to wind you I up, I know you obviously. did, and I gratefully ignored it. Um, <laughs> it was it was an outstanding attacking display by West Ham that highlighted the uh, shortcomings at times of our defence. Um, I'm not going to go so far as to say how much, perhaps not having Declan Rice in the team was laid bare there because it was almost a mirror image of the Arsenal game. I, I think it shows where... I'm, I'm not being harsh on Declan Rice here, but Declan Rice is not a creative player. So I think it's it's easier to replace a, a non-creative player than it is to replace a creative player. So actually, looking at it, if we took Jesse Lingard out of our team at the moment, we would we would be totally different. So if you yeah. put Rice in, Lingard out, I think I think you would you would see a big difference in in the way we played. Lingard's first half performance coming off the back of all right, he didn't play all three games, but he did appear. I think in all three games, he was on the bench for two of them was one of the best first-half performances I've seen in, in, in a good number of years. Um, the, the, the first goal, the, the, the way he, he, he sort of he picked the ball up in our half, it's been a long time since, well, since Payette, we've seen a player have that ability to run through players, even though the run by Antonio to drag a couple of defenders with him opened it up. The, the second goal, the piece of skill for that, was um was up there with what Payet used to do. Well, I was going to say, biggest impact player since Dimitri Payet is is the, something I've seen quite a few times. Yeah, definitely. Day I've seen it. But the skill, yeah. the, the skill where he mugged the Wolves defender on the byline, you know, it's it not it's not a shame because uh, the weird thing is the assist will go down to Masuaku, but actually, it was Jesse Lingard that made that goal. And the yeah, yeah. run for the third goal, where he sort of left five Wolves players, and then without breaking step in his run, lays the ball in front of Bowen. Who I thought great finish by Bowen. Yeah. Just come on the pitch, great finish. Um, yeah, and, and, and well, yeah, you can say that, but it was a great finish. I did. I know you did. You keep using that, but. Uh, I, you know, so that sets us up 3 0. And you, the only thing is, there were signs again. You know, they had little sniffs, Wolves. You know, they had the one where the bloke put wide, where um, Fabianski had already pulled off a decent save. 
and um, the bloke put the ball wide from the rebound. Um, that was at 2-0. Obviously, once they get their goal, go in at half time, you know, their towels are up and, and it gives them that bit of belief to go out. They make the change at half time, the substitute gets a goal back. And and then you can tell the difference in between Wolves and Arsenal in the lack of quality in the actually where Arsenal had that quality of players to enable them to actually complete the comeback. Wolves didn't. What an entertaining game of football. Goals are fun. Goals are fun. The type of football I love and dream of. Give me them all day long. Goals are fun. Who was the Sky guy? Was it Jamie Carragher who said it was a difficult watch or something? And they all started laughing after the game. Well, I think before the game, didn't they say uh, Neville goes expecting like a dour game? Let me ask you a question. And then we we'll go to Len, uh, a senior uh, proprietor of a West Ham news uh, website, was talking to a, a, a joint uh, chairman of a of a Premier League football club earlier today, and um, they they were chatting and they compared um, uh, Jesse Lingard to uh, Alan Devonshire. Do do you get the comparison? No. Nigel? No. No, okay. I'm not at all. No, they're, they're, I won't name them. <laughs> yeah, no, David Gold. David uh, Golden Hugh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not going to name Two them. Two silly uh, old sobs who should know better. Yeah, no. I, no I'm not totally, going to name them, so. We did, though, didn't we? Yeah, totally. totally. I, I, I can't even I can, no, I, I can't even say, say, I get what you're saying. Devonshire was an out-and-out winger. Um whose ability to run with the ball at his feet was second to none for me. But, but I didn't name them, so that's all right. So. Um, I get what he's saying in a way that Lingard's ability to run with the ball looks good, but Devonshire's turn of pace and ability to beat a player from a standing still position as well when the ball's played to his feet, I've still never seen a player to be able to do what he did as constantly as he did it, you know? Plus, he was the West Ham player. Which is also a massive difference. Didn't get a lot of goals to death, really. When you consider no, but his creation of them. Yeah, look absolutely. at the sum. You know, you know, people look at that goal against the one that's always dragged out as the Everton FA Cup semi. Yeah, but I think he did that a few times. That, yeah, he um, did. Some weren't advised. Some were. So yeah, yeah. So let's, let's let's um, talk about uh, the game from your point of view, Len. All right. Goals are fun, but goals are essential at the moment. I think we need to score three a game because we're looking a bit open at the back. Uh, our two centre-halves are looking oh, like an open door. Um, I don't know what's going on. I don't know when Oggy's back. You could tell us that, Sean. We're going to talk about that. We're going to have a All bit right. of an injury update in a minute. We um, We don't look... Look, I'm not complaining because we're getting the points. But we don't look as mean and stingy as we did. Uh, Obviously, Rice missing isn't going to help. But the attacking ability in that first 30 minutes was just awesome. Unfortunately, we lost Antonio when he was looking like a... He was going to provide a 9 out of 10, possibly 10 out of 10 performance. Um, 
I'm sure you're going to tell us about that as well, Sean. Yeah. I'm point watching. I must admit, I'm still point watching. Um, we're eight games left and I just want the points. And the rest. Oh, you're one of these people that Nigel says I'm it's all about the results. I'm never used to be like this. I was wish. I tell you what, I was wishing the end of the game in the last 15 minutes. I was wishing the end of the game. I really was. Yeah, well, was we are, aren't we? We got something that wouldn't have mattered before. We could have watched it a little bit, a little bit easier. Listen, we want this Champions League, and in the words of Neil Diamond, I'm a believer. Yeah. Um, you know. Well, let's, let's do a quick stat attack. We're finding ways to win, aren't we? Let's do, do a quick stat attack before I get... I want to talk to you about the goals. Um, obviously, Wolves had the possession at home, um, at the Molyneux. Um, 67% of possession to West Ham's 33. They had 20 shots, five on target. We had nine, six on target. So we had more shots on target. So we deserve one more goal. So let, let's discuss those those goals, that's the flash points, uh, Len, as we call them. Uh, Jesse Lingard, uh, solo goal on, on six. Awesome. Best goal you've seen him score? Uh, for us, yeah. A touch of the Ravel Morrison's against uh, Tottenham, what's he really. got? What's he got to do to win player of the, apart from being in a Man United shirt? Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's up for player of the month twice. I'm sure... He get goal or, or player of the month for for that as well, um, and it seems that you can't win it if you're wearing a West Ham shirt. You have to be one of the big clubs to to win it. Oh, I don't give a shit about that stuff like and that. And it's just nice for the player, isn't it? I mean, I mean, the great thing is when I saw he came off, and you know, David Moyes sort of rubbed his hair. There was a bit of an altercation at the end, wasn't there? Did you did you see that? Who did he have a row with from the wall side and they all surrounded by him and he said Neto, why did you play it? like that or something? Huh? Neto, the supermarket. I think it was him. <laughs> was it? And, <laughs> and he said afterwards on his interview <laughs> he said why did you play like that? Going, what, what you expect me to play? I don't know. I, don't, I, I didn't really get what the argument was about. I think he's doing a bit of time wasting, was he? Because no, this was Lingard after the mentioned it in his post-match conference. That yeah, he did. But and I, I didn't, didn't really quite, get. He obviously, I think he was faking an injury or something. I, I don't know. Oh, I, don't really, right. I don't really care. Don't care. And yeah. uh, we won. Saying, Who cares? Yeah, you're saying about Lingard getting this man in the match. I just want the season over when he signed. I'm sorry. I don't yeah, give a yeah. shit if he gets man in the match. Get the attention off him because the more attention's on him, the less chance we've got of signing him. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the four nails goal. Fantastic. Uh, it, it was as well, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. um, just before, one thing, and I know the commentators picked up on this, but, you know, and I think they picked it up on, on Skywell, you know, the part that um, Antonio played in sort of making the run anyway, which diverted as a dummy for him to get his solo goal. We shouldn't uh, not mention Antonio because I thought he did his, his part. I thought I did. But yeah, yeah, you did, all right. <laughs> Strangely enough. Four, four, four nails. <laughs> Thanks for listening, uh, John. <laughs> well, well, well taken goal, you know, by four nails. And great to see him back, you know, good to see both, uh, you know, after his groin injury, to see Pablo Fornells and Arthur Masuaku straight back into the side. 
Um, yes, it was. Worth 25 million, Lend? For now? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I've never Starts had a problem. Starts to be game for you? Starts to be game My first you? name's on the team sheet. Yeah, it always yeah, has been. Good. I don't understand the um, the um, indifference of some yeah. fans towards him. I, don't. I know not everybody likes super sub Bowen, but again, two minutes on the pitch scores. I can't complain about that. I know people do. I can't complain about his impact on the game, can you? No, I don't complain about it. I think he's a good player. I think I think it's a little bit misinterpreted. I think fans saw him drifting out of form a little bit. But, you know, players do that. Especially players that have come in from the championship. You know? He's not going to sort of be Premier League standard all the time, but he's, the guy's doing well. What was your view on Masawaku's return? What, what impact it. did he have to the game? Loved it. Looking forward to him coming back. I think he's a better option down that side. Yeah. I think you'll find that he'll probably start every game the rest of the season. Okay. Right, here's the elephant in the room. I mean, obviously they moved into that formation with a three-stroke five. Don't put yourself down, Sean. Uh, the elephant in the room, Mark Noble. Now, a bit of Marmite here. Um, Hugh actually did his ratings and gave him a four, and he got a lot of grief from a lot of people saying, you know, and, and, and I sort of slightly disagree with him. Actually, Tonka talked about this as well. Tonka was talking to Huey about, and he said, I think you got this wrong. Um, what Hugh's view was that... Don't start on them again. Yeah, is is Wolves were targeting uh, Noble and going round him. Now, I, I didn't particularly see that. I thought Noble, obviously his legs are gone, right? Um, and he did an okay job, you know, as a defender and as a leader. I didn't see him make any mistakes. Uh, but... But he seems to get grief, whatever. You know, with with Rice out, we're going to talk about that in a minute. What what did you think of... I'm going to come to both of you, but for you first, Lynn. What did you think of Noble's um, performance yesterday? Yeah, I didn't notice him much, I must admit. I, I saw him sort of geeing up the troops more than I did... But you didn't see him ball. make any mistakes. See, my, my point, I, I said a similar thing. I didn't see him make any mistakes either. Well, it's not that he made mistakes... But go on, here we go. Oh, so so it, this is just because he threw that bloke off the pitch. Go on. No, some, I, I mean, he was so late with some of his tackles, he could have got a job at British Rail. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice that, really. He was late, I, I, was he? I mean, the, uh, was I it, did, was it their did. first goal where yeah. he slid in? I did, it's very funny. And he sort of... He was he was still sliding as the bloke was halfway down the pitch. Yeah, he he was, was that late. It, it, right. I mean, he was so late he didn't even foul the bloke. He missed him. Oh, he was right. that well, that's late. all right then. So, well, that's his legs are gone. Um, well, yeah, it's, you know. So I, me... I didn't think he had that bad a game. I won't criticise any player. He went out, he put the shirt on, and he done what was asked of him. He's, we know he's not the world's greatest. The worst, his legs are gone, right? The worst thing and, from, and we yeah, got rid of hold up, hold up. It ain't about grass. Legs, why, why are we going to keep... Um, and I'll, t- I'll tell you, it is different. Because in the, he can sit in the centre of the pitch. You don't need legs to pass the ball. He's still a good passer of the ball. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah? So he could just sit in that middle bit and, and, and sort of patrol the area, break up play, get in the way. 
I would like to say I thought he could still tackle, but after having seen some of his attempts last night, you know, it lost his head. But one thing I will say is there's being fit and there's being match fit. And the only way to be match fit is to play games. It's time on the pitch. And he ain't had that. Yeah. So I think some of it, he possibly may look out of it a bit because he's not played regularly. Now, let's see how he does. If he gets a regular run out with, with deck possibly out for the season or for whatever, if he can get a good a good run out, then you know let's see if he gets better with every game because it's quite possible in well, three games you time. Say that your no. friend Len uh, Ray Stewart actually yeah. agrees with uh, Nigel. He says he praised uh, Mark Noble's performance uh, in a, in a blog he did for us for Clarence You. Uh, and said, great example of leadership, and uh, said he was near the man of the match after Jesse Lingard. So it shows you people's different perspective of, of how they see. Uh, yeah. Um, and how people watch the game differently. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well. near man of the match. I mean, Jesse, obviously, man of the match, and then possibly Suchek would in front of Noble. Antonio for his half hour would have been in front of Noble. Bowen for his goal could have been in front of Noble. Uh, four nails for his goal could have been in front of Noble. Yeah. Um, Masuaku was decent. Mas- Masuaku was decent. Creswell weren't bad. Um, Kufal would have been in front of Noble. Yeah. So if you take them seven or eight players out, I can see what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spoil a good story. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, let's do an injury update because there's been a lot of injuries. So, um, look, Declan Rice. Um, you know, because I shared with you the Declan Rice news early, and and you know we made a conscious decision. David Moyes didn't want the news out there. He, Declan Rice injured his um, knee, right knee, on the game against Poland. In fact, if you look at the replay, you can see on sixty minutes he does a jog, he holds his knee. No one thought anything of it at the time. He carries on. He didn't think of anything. He played thirty minutes. Next day, comes up like a balloon. Puts a protective brace on it. Word gets out. People at the training ground, people who know deck, family, etc., all start talking, and and the word gets out. And we knew David Moyes didn't want it out, uh, so we tried not to run it. Unfortunately, on Monday, uh, so I knew about it over the weekend. But the, you know, the the yeah, on Sunday, but but Talk Sport ran it on Monday, and sort of the cat's out of the bag. Um. And it turns out that he's he's done his knee. They, he had a scan last Thursday. They couldn't find any tearing, so that's a good news. Um, they think he'll be out. Um, my senior source said five to six weeks, hopefully five, which allows him to return around about the 11th of May, last three games. Uh, what's that? That's Southampton... Um, uh, West Brom, and what's the third from last one? Southampton. West Southampton's Brom. the last one. West Brom and the one before that. Brighton, I think. I think it's Brighton. Yeah. Brighton. Uh, so those three games, he could be back. Uh, small chance, if it doesn't heal, uh, he might need an operation, which meant it would be four months out, and obviously he'd miss the Euros. But let's not worry about that at the moment. It's his first proper injury. He's a fit guy. And I don't know if you saw, but yesterday he posted a picture of him in a special boot watching the game um game ready i did a bit of research and it's a a special pneumatic boot that that 
puts pumps cold ice water across his knee and as a pneumatic kind of press and sort of compresses his knee at the same time. So he was wearing that yesterday. And today he posted a picture on Instagram, which was quickly taken down for some reason, uh, of him in the gym. And an eagle, I've, I've just sent that picture to Nigel, and he, an eagle-eyed Nigel said, oh, I know what he's been doing. He's been on an Alter-G machine. Uh, and just in the back, you can see Alter-something. And I looked that up, and it's an anti-gravity um, running treadmill for people with knee injuries. So I think you're spot on there. Well done, Nigel. That'll be another Claret News story. Um, and how do you know so much about Alter-G, Nigel? Spill the beans, if you're allowed uh, to. My nephew is the Alter-G maintenance or representative in the north of England. So he, he looks after all the machines for all the top football clubs and uh, or anywhere. Th- no, because obviously we're, we're not north of England. Oh, right. So he oh, does all the Manchester. not a top football club either. No, well, <laughs> when I say top, <laughs> I he goes to the Manchester's, the Liverpool's and Everton's, but he also goes to Hull. So, you know, okay. he just goes to show yeah, you. you said he did the top ones. Well, he does. He does the Manchester's, yeah. the Everton's, the Liverpool's. You know, they, they've all got these. Um, recently, he was at Rangers. He got to meet Stephen Gerrard. Uh, oh, nice. Which was painful for Billy because, you know, basically Gerrard ruined his birthday at 15. Um, yeah, true. And Billy's never forgive him, even though he didn't tell him that. <laughs> when he had anyway, his let's... Let's do some more Bill. injury news because I know we've got a lot of questions to get through. Lanzini was missing. Uh, he had a knock, I was told. Don't actually know the knock, but I'm told it's not too serious. So hopefully he'll be back. It might get his chance. But again, you know, you don't, you don't change a winning team. So it'll be difficult to see Moyes change the team that beat Wolves. But we'll see. Uh, Antonio pulled up on his hamstring. Now, he had a scan today. I don't know the scan, the results of the scan, but I did speak to someone just before I came on the podcast. What I'm told is he's been told by the medics, as soon as he feels any tightnesses in the hamstring, he's to pull up and he's put his hands up and get substituted out. That's what he did. I'm told after the game, he felt all right, right after he came off. I don't know if you saw, but he walked off fine. Um, he did have the scan. We don't know the results, but... There is optimism uh, that it's just a day or two rest and, and not a proper hamstring. <laughs> I'll probably say that, and tomorrow the results will come back and, and say his hamstring's gone. But but the person I spoke to about an hour before this podcast was optimistic that he, he's not done his hamstring again. Same with Lingard. I, saw, I don't know if you saw Lingard going down. They looked at Lingard afterwards, just cramp, uh, not his ammy. Suchek cut his foot, but again, just a small cut. Nothing that's going to keep him out. Nothing stops him. Um, which leaves, you did ask about Ogbonna. Um, He's targeting mid-April. He's not fully training with the team yet. Uh, taking a little bit longer than they thought. Uh, Yarmolenko, uh, although he played 75 minutes alongside um, uh, Masuaku at the under-23s, he's broken down again, has to see a specialist. So he looks like he's out for the Has he got a dead Lenko? It looks like it. And, and I'm not really sure what's going on with Randolph because Randolph keeps on getting close. You know, he keeps on saying he's got a knot. He's got a hip problem. Um, and he gets really close. He was training at the London Stadium before the Arsenal game. But he's just not appearing on the bench. So I, I really don't understand what the hip problem is and why it's not. Um, Maybe it's a hip flask problem. 
Oh, don't say things like that. It's an awful thing to say. <laughs> um, so that's your injury update. I, I'm, I'm hoping that we're okay for the next game and we don't have too many. Rice is obviously going to be out. Ogbonna's going to be out the next game, but we should see some of the others return. The other big point uh, in the game is um, uh, Mr. Craig Dawson is now ours. He's done his 15 games. The deal was that when he played 15 appearances, league Premier League appearance, he was playing 45 minutes or over. It's very precise. Uh, we had an obligation to buy. Uh, we paid him £1 million loan fee to Watford. Uh, we have now triggered the obligation to buy. £2.2 million extra. So we bought him in total for £3.2 million. He's getting a two-year contract. Confirmed, I, I don't know if they confirmed the contract length today, on the club website, but they certainly come confirmed. So he'd be the first sign in the summer, June the July the first, whatever date it opens. Two year contract on fifty grand a week. Not bad, is it? Good little bad buy. For him. Not bad. Well, for good him. little buy. You'd expect to earn that much in the Premier League. That's 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 yeah, average no, now. I don't think he's been great in the last three games. What? Where he's scored some you know, uh, own goals. <laughs> He wasn't great last night, either. I don't know if he if he, he plays better, not with Diop. Really? Yeah, he, Diop's no better. I was I was going to say that. So, Aguero uh, comes back in two weeks' time. Uh, Ujirop, Nigel, Diop. Yeah. Len, Len, same Diop. Yeah, Diop. You keep you keep Dawson. Uh, and how about Fabianski? Oh, sorry, Fabianski. How about um, Fabianski? Uh, where where'd you go with them? So what so apparently, him? well, Moyes has hinted. He's off, isn't he? Well, no, Moyes has hinted. Now this, we could look at something at the end of the season. Now uh, it's a bit, you know, if you want to keep a player, right? I don't know about you, but you you don't leave it to their contracts out and see if they've been offered anything. It just seems a bit strange. If you really want to keep a player, you tie them up, don't you? Way before their contract ends. But what David Moy said last week is, we'll look at um, Bob at the end of the season. I'm going to miss saying his name. Um, yeah. I don't know if there's any other news. Look, there's lots of transfer news, but we're, we're not going to worry about that. And we know that... Um, uh, Hammers United have bought the crest now and it's at the back of someone's house, at the side of someone's house. Um, interestingly, we've got the um, supporters club uh, AGM coming up. I'm, I'm going to ask them whether they have given permission to put that crest. If the they let me in. That, that does. Really? Well, I, I do you know what? I couldn't find my number. So I just put my membership number 0000. Oh, I haven't, I haven't uh, said I'm going to attend yet, but I will do. Oh, right. um, yeah. I haven't seen the accounts yet. There's a link there that you to... click on. Oh, is it? And it's got yeah. the accounts there. I believe so. I just went, yeah, go on. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not there to pick a fight with people, so I trust yeah. them. Anyway, um, as revealed on this podcast last week, uh, in I got a bit of trouble. Uh, you'll never guess. It was renewal. It was the sixth of uh, April today, and it was uh, season ticket renewal no, day. Who, I thought who I guessed revealed that? it. I thought I revealed it. Did you? Yeah, you yeah. did. You, you did, only because I told you. Well, you didn't have the bollocks to do it, so I did it. All right, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I renewed today. 
Yeah, to, to tell us about, so before we move to question time, uh, I know you, uh, you, I haven't renewed yet, I'm, but I've seen a lot of noise about long wait times, things it's, being it's linked, club, club <laughs> cash issues. What, what was your, why did you ring the, first of all, why didn't you do it online? Why did you right. ring the club today? So the reason why I had to ring online is because um, I pay for two season tickets, one for my son-in-law and one for myself. Um, even though it's in his name. And what they did was the club cash, rather than put it into each individual account, they put it just in my account as I was the lead yep. as, person. As, as they did me as well. Right. Yeah. Well, which is brilliant, except what West Ham have failed to realise is by doing that, I couldn't then pay for the second season ticket using the club cash because you can't use other people's club cash to buy a season ticket. I thought, so, but men, can't you if if you control their ticket? No, I don't. I don't control this ticket. Well, I don't know because it doesn't say that. When you go on the website... Well, I'm going to try that because I do control... Try it because... Uh, when, when, my son's on, ticket and I'm going to try that. On the website, I've... You know, on the website, he's in my group or whatever they call it. You know, you've got, like, friends or whatever. So it Charlie's in that group, but it, yeah. it's it's not when I looked in, I could only renew my season ticket on my login. All right. Well I'm literally And if there's no club uh, cash I'm signing in, in now account. to see so, if I can Oh look. Well yeah, but what you gotta do and that's the thing. So if I'd have signed in, in in the other ticket name, there's no club cash attached to that. So I'd have to have paid for it on my card. So I had to ring up the club. I mean, the, the woman, once I got through after the 55-minute wait, the woman was really good. You know, she's obviously working from home. Um, she had a bit of problem getting the system through, but then she sorted it out. But she said she might have to ring me back, but she finally sorted it. So, but what I would have said to West Ham is, if you'd have put the club cash under the name of the person, season, individual season ticket, you would probably, as I say, 75% of phone calls today and going forward. You've made more work for yourself. And I, 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 I don't get how they, why they done it. You just, the, the, when, you, when I renewed the season ticket, I renewed it in the second name. I just paid for it. It's his season yeah. ticket, it ain't mine. I'm just paying for it. Because I'm genuine. By the way, I am just renewing. Uh, mine and my son's, and it, it does look like it's allowing me to. Um... Yeah, but that's because you're controlling, isn't it? See, I don't control from yeah, my login. Yeah, fair enough. The second, see, if it's kids, and that's the thing, I can understand it if it was my son and he was under 18, but it's not. This was a 26 year old adult season ticket I'd just pay for to save him from doing it. Yeah. So. It does seem a bit, you know, the only good thing is, I suppose, I've got two lots of 10%. <laughs> yeah, true. You don't so, have to tell him about that, do you? So, so Well, I, uh, I've just literally, in the few seconds I've just done it, I've just paid £805 oh, for my two season tickets. Can I add so. one thing about the club cash you told me? Go on. Club cash does not expire until the 1st yeah, of July. 2022 correct so yeah i was got... about i have updated my story no. because the the help 
website said it ran out in 1st July um, 2021. But the terms and conditions that were updated say July 2022. So you have got another year. Because she did ask me what I was going to do with it. Did I, you know, she was quite, the the woman was really good. I I, I won't fault it. Whoever looked after me online on the phone was really good. And she said to me, you got your plans? I went, yeah, I'll wait to see if I can get the Southampton game on the ballot. You know, she went, oh, not a bad idea, actually. So I thought, I ain't going to spend it until I know if I'm successful in the ballot. Yeah, I think I'm going to be successful in the ballot. Yeah, I think you will as well. I think you will as well. Um, Yeah, my season ticket. So I paid six six five five. My son, who's still under 16, 150 quid. That's 805 quid. I had to pay the £4 booking fee. Don't get Marion started on that. Um. No, but you've done it now, then. Done it. Like that. Go, that easy. And that's how it should be. And 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 I've got about 40 quid left. There you go. I've got 40 quid left to spend in the club shop, or if I get lucky, as you say, in the the ballot. Um, interestingly enough, I had a friend of mine, uh, a mutual friend of ours, who uh, is going to come and sit next to us. You know who I'm talking about. Um and that's been cocked up. I, I was minding his ticket when there was a few problems, as you probably know. And um, <laughs> they've completely cocked up his name. He's now a Miss Something Something, which I'll share with you later. But I got a call from him today going, I can't renew my season ticket because they say it's not the right name. And, I, and I've looked today because I, you know, I, I've got permissions to his ticket. And they've changed his name to a lady, a young lady. <laughs> Is he? Is he? Is he like? Uh, you know, does he? Does he have a Ming where there used to be a Ding then? Or he's coming back, comrade. Comrade is coming back. Oh, is he? That's yeah, he's coming back with with his uh, his. Yeah, his all right. We don't need to tell yeah. the world. All right. Well, that could be anyone. Anyway, uh, that's the news. You didn't say how long were you waiting. 45 minutes, did you say? Did you say uh, that? 55. 55 minutes. 55 minutes. I started off at number 74 in the queue. And other people, if you ring up, I want you to tell me, is that the worst version of Bubbles you have ever heard in your life on continuous oh. loop? Right? Because believe me, I wanted to shove the bloody Bubbles up there after half an hour of it. The Calypso version. Yeah, what's all that about? No idea. They've had that a few years now. Oh, that is ghastly. I've got a little tip, right? This is a little app. We've heard um, that. Right. And and if you want to queue, it's it's called, oh, I forget what it's called. Is it called Queue for You? Um, oh, it's you an app. Use it. You say this every renewal time, <laughs> every season. Yeah, but people like Nigel still spent 55 minutes of his life, it's called We Q for You. So it's that's it. We, the letter Q for and the letter Q at uh, you. We Q for You. It's a free app. Basically, put in the number right, and it queues for you. So you go da 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 da. You press the button and you go back. And when it jumps, you can go off and do something. Fifty-five minutes useful, and then it calls you back when you're at the front of the queue and puts you in contact with the uh, the club. And then you're not hanging on. You're not spending any money. I know most people have got it included in mobile, uh, but you're not wasting your time waiting, listening to that music. We queue for you. Absolutely recommend it. 
Anyway, anywho, is is there any other newsworthy stories before we go to question time? Not that I can think of. Yeah. It's Facebook, Twitter, question time. Where yeah. You, yeah. Where you, the eight listeners, get to ask Nigel and Len and someone, Sean, questions uh, that you thought up since the time of the podcast begun. Uh, I've waffled on enough. Nigel. Yeah, I know. You I'm hoping that. you've opened Facebook by oh, now. Oh, yeah. It was quick. Bang. Got it. Questions for tonight's show. Go. That's exactly what I said. Go. Because uh, me and Sean were halfway through something when I realised I hadn't asked you a lot anything. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were doing our copper stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, so there was no question. So not that you lot ever bleed and answer the question I ask anyway. You make it up as you go along. So I thought, let's crack on. Ian Gravitz says, evening, gents. Uh, I hope you all had a wonderful Easter weekend. Very good. Thank you, Ian. Uh, made better by climbing up to fourth again. Do you actually think that we can sustain our position now with Annika Rice? Oh, sorry, Antonio and Rice uh, out for a while. Uh, would you maybe try Coventry in place of Rice? Who wants to answer that? Um. I thought I, I did think of this, and few people asked me about um, Coventry, um, and I think it's very unfair. I know he's a defensive midfielder, but I just don't know what he would be like throwing him in against Wolves, and not literally. You know, if you had, a, uh, let me turn this back on to you, Nigel. Um, if you had a choice between Noble and, and Coventry, who would you choose? Noble. Yeah, me too. And, and the reason for that is if if we were middling along eighth, ninth position, the answer would be Coventry. Because I go out and say, and you go, go out there, boy. Show, let's see what you can do. No pressure. I will pick you, you know, unless you have an absolute thing. I want to see you in the next four or five games Show us what you can do. No pressure. And and that's, for me, how you, what you do with a young kid and how it used to be done years yeah. ago. But, you know, now, while Champions League is on the table, even though, you know, my head says it's still not going to happen, you know, stranger things have happened at sea. And I wouldn't want it put on a young man's shoulders if he did anything just in that situation. And that's why yeah. I wouldn't want to put him on. There you go. Question answered. Throw anything into that, Len? No, no I, I mean, I'd walk past Connor Coventry in the street. So I'd have to pick Noble as well, wouldn't I? <laughs> I totally agree. I do totally agree what Nigel said. This late season sort of paddling pool to bring new players, young young kids in. It's just totally disappeared. There's too much at stake with the, the positions in the league as well. It's something I miss because sometimes you could, uh, the last few games of the season, 
you see a kid coming through and you could look forward to him seeing him in the next season. And I miss that. And I think, uh, I think that's to our detriment. Hmm. Next up, we've still got £76.43 left in my club cash. That's better I than I thought you were going to say I've still got 76 questions left to ask. <laughs> Next up, uh, we've got Lego man Jonathan Lowe. He says, good evening, gents. It's the Reverend Cherry here. Ooh, yes. We are after, we are, can I point out, apparently we've got more than one vicar that listens to us. Oh. Um, I got contacted again following my podcast with Ian last week by uh, another uh, reverend. Who I'll look his name up because it turns out he's in the armed forces as well, and he's a big listener to the show. He's an onward Christian soldier. He is, mate, and he is. So big respect to him, and he sent me a nice message as well. Uh, so next up, Jonathan Lowe. He says, Rev Cherry here. He said, my heart has only just recovered. Well, he's lost his cherry, hasn't he? Because obviously this is the second week, Rev, uh, if I remember it from last week. He said, my heart has only just recovered from last night's game and fears about to repeat at the Arsenal game. But how good does it feel to be back in the top four? It's been a while, hasn't it? Uh, a couple of questions for firstly. He's gone again with, do you think Covent, Covent, uh, Connor Coventry will get a look in? Or will he be heading towards the exit door in the summer? I don't think he'll be heading to the exit door, especially with European football. We need to keep as many people um, as possible. Uh, Nigel, this one for Len I'll throw in as well. Uh, Can we inherit being a tanner from our parent or does it have to be by our own birth location? I don't think you can inherit it, can you? You can't inherit it, but it's a state of mind, isn't it? Yeah, so you, you've either got the reason Sean didn't get in is because while he can like self declare, he's got the state of mind. The, the the questions we ask are to see whether you've really got the state of mind, and the fact mm. is that he was nowhere near it. Uh, he's gone Len Roadrunner or the Hair Bear Bunch. Oh, Roadrunner! I think yeah, yeah. I never, I never really watched Hair Bear Punch. Never took to him. I was quite vicious. I was always wanted the Roadrunner to sort of get his up, you know, mm. boulder on the head, anvil, anything. Uh, he says annoying. Great show. No, like smugness. No, Hair Bear Bunch. That was like banana splits, but a cartoon for me. Yeah. Um, great show again. He says blessings, Jonathan. Thank you, Jonathan. Next well, up. Well, now he's interested to know what the other vicar said after listening to your other. Well, we'll do that because uh, that he, he messaged me through another thing. So I don't okay. want to leave Okay, all right, fair enough. We'll do that after. Next up, it's Canning Town Len. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, he's put from Paul Oakley, which is strange because Paul Oakley does comment later. Paul's comments later on. I thought yeah. it, the time is yeah. time. But anyway, um, he's put. Yeah. If Sean keeps eating and slapping his mouth around like he's sucking on a cream egg, I'm going to kill myself. I'm Easy not tiger. eating. I do it's not eat. It's literally the worst piece of professional broadcast he's ever witnessed, even though you didn't see it because you heard it, Paul. Uh, it wasn't me. It wasn't <laughs> That's why I had to read it out because this is so funny. It was, uh, it was apparently, eating uh, Lynn says he's got, he's got an ulcer and, and he's chewing on his skin, well, apparently. It, I, I, I did notice myself doing it the day after, but I didn't hear anything while I was doing it, which makes you think it might have been me. 
Yeah, and I apparently he's going to take us out for a beer once he comes over. Because yeah. obviously, Paul, as we know, is a Pixar man from California. Did he work for Pixar? Yeah. Come on, Sean. Get with it. Dear, oh, dear. Uh, I didn't know that. Graham Farrah trousers. It says, uh, happy to get the win, but was the most uncomfortable 15 minutes of West Ham football this season. What is going wrong between the quality of play in the first half to second half in the last two games? I didn't look at it like that. It's got, got a point. It has looked like we've been sort of absent in the second half, but I, I always thought that we could have got another if need be. I think that we could have got a fourth before they would have got a third last night. Not so much the Arsenal game. No, actually. No, the Arsenal game as well. We had a couple of half snifters against Arsenal. Yeah. But, um, Antonio had that one, didn't he? Um, yeah. That would have made it 4-2. That yeah. He hit the post and it'll start, you know, like the yeah. right in front. I mean, you've got to think Antonio hit the post. So that's 20 times now. So we've increased uh, our lead at the top of who can hit the woodwork the most this season. Um. Mm. So we're Champions League of it in the post. And Antonio managed it again. So uh, it's uh, for me, it just adds to the entertainment. Mm. That for me. Which is easy to say once they didn't get the third one. Uh, Mark Hunter. Uh, I don't know if he's deer or, or just rabbit. But anyway, good evening, he says. When the Lingard rumours began, I didn't know where we were going to fit him into the team. How wrong was I, he says. At Very. Different class. He's gutted about Rice. Claret and Spew only Mark Noble or four. What do you think of that? Sean <laughs> I did mention. He says. I, 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 I never voted him. And I have just, just I, we discussed that on the podcast earlier. And I, we've discussed this. And I said, Huey got a lot of grief for, for marking him down a four. But he explained to me that he thought that um, um, Wolves were targeting uh, Noble and, and going around him. He's entitled to his opinion. That's what football's about, isn't it? Opinions. Yeah, but you don't love football. Who, me? Oh, was it you that said that? No, 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 no. Huey said that. He, he likes football. Oh, what don't he go then? He's going to come to the Southampton game when, when if he gets lucky in the ballot. <laughs> if he gets lucky in the ballot. If he gets oh, lucky in the ballot. He's throwing it there. If he gets lucky in the ballot. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Oh not saying Lord. he will get lucky in the ballot, but if he gets lucky in the ballot, there's a you know one in three chance. We oh, might I think get lucky. A one in one chance. No. Like everybody else, with you know, you take your chances. Oh, You've got to be you in it to hear, win it. You can hear the listeners' teeth grinding. What? Yeah. Let's oh, see. Time Sean. to do a oh, sully. We'll, we'll pull this out. Yeah, come on, yeah. come on, do the sully and go. Because our listeners have asked tonight. <laughs> come on, you got to do it. You got to do it. What's that? You got to do a little sully uh, um, impression. <laughs> what offering oh, you ticket? Bringing my mate to the game. <laughs> Any tickets going, Sean? <laughs> you and the governor want to go? I haven't done it for a long while. I can't remember how to do it. <laughs> no, 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 I think, I think that's all the money. Desperately, 
desperately trying to get you in, Sean. <laughs> um, grateful for all your work. I think that's the money shot, or is that a different term? I've got the wrong term. There. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no, that's that's, 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 that's a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> dear, oh dear. I'll have to Google money shot. Maybe I've got my turn. <laughs> yeah, you do that. Yeah, you <laughs> do that, Sean. <laughs> yeah, keep, make sure Shireen's out of the room, though. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, I do apologise, Mark, because it seems like I ignored his Facebook comment. I'll tell you what, I never ignore Facebook comments. I may have missed it. I do apologise. But he finishes with Brady out. Brady out. Uh, can I just say, Len, thanks for the video of Brady out. Um, even oh, my non-West Ham mates thought it was really good. Yeah. Well, to be honest, I, I did say to you last week that I wanted to do a video yeah. of your you and the Ian Dell. That was before I heard it. But it just didn't seem appropriate because it was so touching. And when I heard that, I thought, yeah, I'm all over that. Bit of, a bit of Brady out. Yeah, I went full nuclear, wasn't it? You did. That's because he'd bored me to tears with all that finance stuff. I thought I'd have a a, oh, a little you rant. Bet, yeah, what was it? Uh, it is. It was quite catchy. Is Brady involved in uh, decision? You bet your dollar she is. Yeah, <laughs> you, bet you, your bottom dollar she, you she bet is. your bottom dollar she is. You bet your bottom dollar she is. I don't. I still don't think people listened. I mean, for me, that was sort of the most. I'm not sure eloquence is the right word to put it, but it was just so. It summed the situation up wonderfully. Yeah, more than I've seen a lot of other people do. Far more, much better campaign that in yeah. two minutes. That's what I like. Mm. I like that. That's good for me, two minutes. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you're usually two hours. Sam nods in agreement. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> She dreams of two minutes. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Evening, gents, is Sean's mate, Gary Prince. How many points from the last eight games? And how will we fare in the three crucial home matches coming up? Two questions there. So let's go. Sean, how many points from the last eight games? Um, I've got to remember how many I said. I said 71, I think. Uh, and what so we that's on nineteen? You're saying then nineteen? Yeah, that should get us in Champions League seventy one. Well, I have said that. Yeah, I've, I've said fourth. So yeah, nineteen for me. Hmm. Then I don't know. Actually, I don't know what to say. We well, have it's, to uh, on a podcast. It's, right. Yeah, it sort of adds um, to it. Though. I. I Eight. Eighteen. Eighteen. Oh. That's, that's not bad because I bought before, I, I didn't think we'd beat Wolves. I thought Wolves would be a draw after things. So we've got two more points now. I'm now looking that I think we can get another 17 points wow. from the next eight games. Look at that. But I think that will push us fifth. Well, that's, that's still improvement on the seventh you did before. But look at that. Three of us, 17, 18, and 19 points. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mean The, it, the no. average, we're averaging, if you look at the teams we're playing, so <laughs> we've only got to play one team above us, even though it does help that there's only three, four, three teams above us. We've only yeah. got to play one of them and we play next. 
So when we've played teams below us, I think we've only lost once uh, um, when we've played teams that are below us. So we may have been lower down and lost to teams above us. Um, but uh, when we've played teams that are, that are below us, we've only lost once, which is the Newcastle game, I believe, at the start of the season. So... Liverpool below us, weren't How many games have we played? I don't know. 31, is it? 30. Oh, yeah, 30. And we scored 52 points, yeah? Yes. The record we've got is 62. Our points per game is 1.73. Yes, but when you look at the points... Eight times 1.73. No, 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 no. no. Look at the the amount of games. Shut up, yeah, and listen to me. Cool, when man. you look at when, what we've done against the teams we've got to play, our average is like 2.1 points. Yeah. Yeah? So, actually, from those games that we've got left, we should be looking at uh, 16 to 17 points. Okay. If, Fair enough. Well if point. you're doing it with your stats. Yeah? So, next up is Dodsey. All right, my answers, how you's doing? He says, Brady out. He said, the Brady last out. time we were fourth in the league with eight games to go, I was 16. Jesus. There you go, Dodds. A long time ago. So was I. Uh, um, so I'm not sure we were fourth now. with eight. Hold up. I'm not sure we were fourth with eight games to go, though, because I think we were lower down the table, but we had loads of games in hand on over everyone. I know I'm picking Dodds, but I'm just being a bit pedantic, son. So it, was it 16, may not so have been that. 50 years ago? I mean, no. How so old is he? Goals 70? are fun, Nigel. Is he 70? What, he, how old did you reckon well, no, Dodds he is? He, he looks 70, but I think he's only like 52 or 53. No. No. He's a lot older than that. Do you reckon? Yeah. I bet he's not. 
find out all kinds of information on the internet. Um, there you go. Uh, that makes him about most 50, of it wrong. 55, does it? 55. Not so. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forget how old I am. Blimey. Um, he puts, uh, he, he, he talked all day at school. He screwed his exams up. He got caned and got bald rubbers thrown at me. He said, when, with that in mind, he said, what's your best school report? Uh, Dodsey said, Richard is at war with his paints. Uh, I don't know if that's um, like Bristol speak for pants, but um, you got any got any good uh, school reports, Sean? You must have done. Yeah, um, I think one of my teachers said Sean has a, a high opinion of himself. <laughs> oh, really? Well, I miss that. The yeah. only thing that is high. <laughs> Low gravity, high opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My teacher once said that. Yeah. What about you, uh, Len? Yeah, a couple thrown in once or twice. I don't like to think back was to it too much. Really, did not say looks drawn out at times. Yeah, um, Be... you say Len is shit at art or anything like that. What was? Your, what did your art teacher I, say? I found my art A level. You know. No, I found my really? A level. I, well, I had detention problems at school. Uh, I just didn't. Did you used to trace d- stuff on tracing stuff paper? Yeah. Used no, to get... I mean the, the the problem was I'd started doing something, and he'll come round and say, "Yeah, that's looking really good. Just just keep on at that." And then by the time he come round again. I just gave like half of the painting like uh, an emotion. Oh, you weren't a complete finish. Start something then. else. Yeah. No, and he's like, he's, you can looking back on it now, I can just sort of see him thinking, fucking waste of space, this kid, what the fucking talent he's got. And then, uh, luckily, computers come out, so I sort of could get stuff quick and not get bored. Uh- I'll, t- I'll tell you I'll a t- funny t- story. Between the lines, people, really, what I'm trying to I'll say. I'll tell you a, a funny story <laughs> about my art teacher. I wasn't very good at art, and, and I went to and, – and I – Mr. Rayner was my um, uh, art teacher, and he was he was a very – really fu- he was a bit of a hippie, right? He was very spiritual and – Oh, they all were, Sean. Yeah, and, you know, hippie in the 60s and everything. Anyway, many years later, I went to a barber's to get my hair cut, and there he was as a barber cutting my hair. So um, I don't know go. why. Uh, obviously, teaching worked out well for him. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why he was a barber. I but I had uh, the same English teacher that my mum had. I mean, oh, really? I, went, I mean, my mum went to a grammar school, but obviously, in between me having him, they'd scrap grammar schools and turn yeah. it into a comprehensive, and it just totally fell apart. But he actually taught me and my brother and my mum, but we all did the same thing, <laughs> just like twenty years apart, seventeen years. He'd be apart. so proud of you using Grammarly now. You go, I taught. I taught Nigel his grammar, and well, uh, now he's writing yeah. for West Ham till I die. He'd be yeah. so proud of you right now. They, they should be. My my art teacher though was really nailed me when I when I turned up to the lesson, and he went, "Nice of you to join us, Nigel." And I'm like, "Yeah, you're welcome." And he went, "Will you be turning up for the exam?" And this was like, I don't know, the January or the February. I went, well, I don't know. And he went, well, let me put it another way. He went, 
are you going to pay to turn up to the exam? I'm like, pay? Pay. He said, well, you can't be bothered, so I can't be bothered to put you through. So unless you or your parents are going to fund you to take the exam, I don't know what you're doing here. And I looked and thought, no, you're right. And I got up and walked out and never saw me again that, that lesson. Then again, I was only the life model anyway. They wouldn't trust me to draw anything. I was that bad. There you go. Missed there you go. Uh, he's put, this year there's no, we're back to Dodsey. There's no season ticket waiting list you can purchase an away season. They are doing away with it. Oh, as this true? year, there is no season ticket waiting list and you can't purchase an away season ticket. They're doing away with it. That is Why is not that, Sean? true? Try and look that, that out because I didn't think that was true. Look, well, Look. let me tell you, right, I talked about a certain person, right, and I've just sent him a screenshot, and I'm going to send you, used to, a screenshot, which, which says this is not true because right. um, on the ticket right. I'm looking after, one of them is, if you look at the bottom of that picture, yeah, I, noticed, I think so, you can yeah. confirm. Away season Away ticket, season yeah. ticket holder. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it is there ready to renew. So yeah. I'm sorry. No, they are doing away season ticket, Dodsey. You're talking bollocks, Dodsey. Well, we move on to that. He says, uh, Nigel, what are your opinions of the fact that the GSB banner is taken to every away game by loyal fans? Um, I don't think it's the same banner, Dodds. I don't know why they do it, to be honest. Um it's, I, I sort of get what they're doing. Um, I, I just don't know why they do it. So, what impact does it have now? I, I mean, I do see it, but, I mean, it's not picked up by the press. It's not picked up by the wider fan base. You probably have to be in the group or follow them on Twitter. It's not news anymore. And, you know, I think Len can answer because he's come from an ad background where brand is everything and you know to it's got to be relevant you know if you're going to make a news story it's got to be relevant so you know if they are traveling up and down the country or maybe they're using local fans I, I, I don't get what what it's trying to achieve if it's a campaign I don't know who it's aimed at you know unless it's it's to put pressure on the owners, so they see the banner as they go in and out, or the players. I don't know. I was wondering that myself somewhat. Um, I think it's just, obviously, I thought it was the owners. Are the owners not going up there? No, they're not. Um, well, oh. they're entitled to attend. Though I have noticed they've stopped showing them at away games. So whether they have taken the decision not to attend, I don't know. Mm. Don't think it's the best campaign they're doing. They're doing. Um, I refer people to the video that Len put out of me uh, earlier in the week. That's where mm. I stand. Uh, yeah. Brady out finishes. Brady game. out. Uh, Paul Oakley's back again. Uh, Mister Pixels says things to note. He said goals are fun. Which they are, Paul. Nigel, never tempt the injury gods again. 
Yeah, I think I should apologise. What did you say? What did you say? Last week, because you didn't listen, Sean, did you? Even though when you came back from Guildford... Oh, I've just remembered. You said you would listen. (laughs) Yeah, you didn't I did listen. listen. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Because you'd know what I said, and you'd know what Len said about you something as well. Yeah, I know. I know. I've talked to Len about it. So um, I thanked him for his kind words. Yes. So uh, I said, um, our Rice is, seems free from injury. And what would it be like if he ever did get injured? Well, no. And I said, Sean, you just jinxed him. Yes. Why did you say that? That's right. Why did uh, you call him Sean? Uh, Nigel, sorry. He did say oh, that. You, you did that before you called him Sean, and I did hear that, and he got quite upset. Yes. You can't blame him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally understand. Uh, Gary Neville mentioned Lingard will only get intermittent team selection at Man U. Do you guys think that is true? Don't really care, actually, what he gets no. at Man United. And if that it is, do you think that will convince him to sign with us? I think, well, I think-, I think he's joining his football and he wants to play regular football. And I think he can do that West Ham. My only concern is not Man United, but actually he plays so well that a Chelsea, an Arsenal, a Spurs, uh, a Leicester City come in for him and offer him more money and say, you know, we'll build a team around you. That that That's my bigger concern, if I'm being totally honest. Paul loves the podcast and says, what's the pod's favourite films? Got any favourite films at the moment? Quickly. Uh, I really like, uh, we're talking current films. You can do if you want. The Gentleman um, by um, by Guy Ritchie is on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, same place that a friend of ours puts his films. I, I really enjoy that. It's, it's, a, it's a gangster film in the, you know, the whole snatch and, Lock, stock, uh, two smoking barrels, but it's not really the one it. with Hugh Grant, Hugh is Grant. it? That's correct. It oh, is. Oh, mate, that, that is... is gash. That went no, off. It's a I don't really switch good films film. off, right? I switched that off after really? about ten minutes. I couldn't take you guys. You know what? It's like no, listening to you talk, Cockney Sean. I'm sorry. It was just fucking gash. I can see why that put you off. I've watched it twice. I preferved it the second time. Yeah, yeah oh, I, 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 I watched it a few him. times. I wasn't. Uh, you watching anything at the moment, Lynn? Apart from your own computer screen? Um, am I watching anything at the moment? Do you know I can't? I can't think of it. Actually, do you know what? I want to make a remark about that. Um, Jack Charlton documentary. I didn't oh. think it was very good. No, no, it wasn't enough about Jack Charlton. Too much about Ireland for me. I, I can see sort of. I can see why, but posthumously, I just just didn't think it was. It, it's a it's a tough watch. Actually, it didn't seem too bad, if you ask me. No, I, I'll spare because I suppose I'm. You know, it was no worse than my mum. Yeah, it's hard um, to see people up on the pedestal. It's funny, my mum's not really a football person, but she then told me a story about the day she met Jack Cholton at. A, like a garden show in the northeast, and Harry spoke to her, and he, he he spent five minutes talking to her. And my mum don't like football, not about football, about the garden show and everything. He was just sitting there on his own. Yeah, um, you no, know, she she sort of knew who he was, but you know, didn't know. Who yes, you see, I think there's lots of stories and, like yeah this. that what a people person he was. I think that yeah. came over. Um, but I mean, 
I would have preferred it about to be somewhat about his relationship with his brother and how that turned out, well, my rather f- than it be about what, what it meant to Ireland. Yeah, my f- because look, there's a film now, and actually, my favourite uh, non-West Ham football book is Jack and Bobby by Leo McKinstry. Um, and it is an outstanding football book about the two brothers, chalk and cheese, absolute chalk and cheese yeah. in the way they are. Um, yeah. It was only ever a world champion with England, and it was all about Ireland. Yeah. Oh, Chelsea have just drawn know. level with West Ham. Under 23s, we went uh, 1-0 up just after half-time, and it's nearly 18 minutes, and Chelsea have just gone 1-1. Oh. We're going down, going down the under-23s. It's, it's all about game times, not about... I mean, for goals me, two films, goals are fun. I've watched two films recently. Well, what's that Jack Cholton one? Um, the Mauritanian, which is a bloody eye-opener. Um, I've, I've never been a, a, a death penalty person, and, and also I also believe that in a society, the, the rule of law and, and people sticking to the rule of law should trump everything. And what the Americans have done with Guantanamo Bay, um, you know, they, they, they'll turn around and say they did it for not for the likes of us, but for the American public. No, they did it. They did it for their own gratification. And then the other one I watched, which I watched today, which was called, uh, it was about the ocean, a documentary. Oh, sea conspiracy. Sea conspiracy. Yeah. Um, that. Now that. Yeah. I'll tell you. I I got bored of that. I got the message, but I I didn't get to the end. Right. Now, this is what it's made me think. Me and my wife sat down and spoke today, and we're going to start having three days a week eating no meat or fish. That's not really, and it's and it, and and uh, it's uh, made uh, me uh, think irony. that much. Yeah, irony about. Well, you say irony. It's made me think. Well, I you don't run, eat you a run lot a, of fish. You run a meat pie and mash. Business well, it, it, and, no, it's, it's made you you're, think you're going to sell hundreds of pie, meat pies, but you're not going to eat meat or fish three days a week, irony. Yeah. Well, I could eat the vegetable pies that we sell as well, Sean. <laughs> Can, while we're talking about films, did the pair of you do your own work that I sent you last week with a John Belushi film? I don't have Sky. Oh, okay. So, what was the homework? Sorry. Sky well, documentaries, John. I wanted to, yeah, I wanted you to look at it because if I can find but, it, not on Sky, I'll, I'll definitely watch it because I love Belushi. Well, uh, we we've got our uh, little uh, Amazon cube, mate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. You know. All right. Good know. question. I will, Bosch uh, TV. Bosch, Bosch TV. TV. I'll have to have a look yeah. on the old Bosch. Yeah, I'm it'll be on there. You do that. All right. I'll have a look at that. Because it's it's quite what it one why I wanted you to watch it. It's quite evidently a lockdown project because rather than have talking ends, which I've said that I've been going out of fashion ever since I've done my documentary. Mm. Um, this is also the narrative. It's over the phone to really push the. And it's, no, right. it works. It's great. Well, and the so funny thing is, is that what you're talking about is that the seeds. 
whatever film was called, C Documentary. C Conspiracy or whatever, yeah. yeah. Um, they had animated parts in there telling the story. So when it came to, like, they were talking about uh, the tie fishing industry, um, obviously they never had footage of it or whatever. So they actually animated it, yeah. what the people yeah. well, described. Well, he seems to be quite a low-budget oh, film, yeah. and, and he was at number one in Netflix this week. So... Um... I don't know what the well, he's done well, the budget was. It's, it's a good, to get through to people like me, perhaps. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, I thought it was. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it took you a bleat and I don't know how long to watch a film that you were actually in, Nigel, when I made mine. <laughs> yes. I'm not a I great. twist his arm to watch that. I'm not a great film watcher, <laughs> I must admit. So. Uh, Although, um, if you read, uh, let me just read you something. Just, just a bit of balance on this podcast. It's, it's not a Netflix or a film review uh, podcast. However, cease conspiracy. Netflix documentary accused of misrepresentation by participants, uh, and that's a Guardian special. So, just, just uh, don't believe everything you see on Netflix. Yeah, I, Do a I, little, I don't need to watch. Do a little bit of research for yourself because there's always two sides to a story. No, I mean, very quickly, because you brought that up, I mean, there's there's parts of it that are uncomfortable to watch, but I would defend the people's right to do it. So if you look at what the Faroe Islanders did in that film, go and watch it, I won't describe it. It's horrific to watch, but ultimately I would defend their right to do that. Yeah. Where, where for me, I, I came out and what is, is, is I don't agree with and never have agreed with the industrialization of the fishing industry. Stop yeah. the super tankers and the super fishing tankers and all that going around the world scooping up the fish. Leave yeah. it. I think, mean, I mean, the biggest, I think the controversial bit is they say dolphin, buying dolphin safe tuna is yeah. not worth the, the labor. And the interview on. with a and- bloke. My life, it's just it's, <laughs> it's a car it's crash. A yeah, I don't, I don't eat the stuff. I don't eat tuna. I don't eat stuff like that. So it There's doesn't surprise me. You know, all the, the only bit of fish I eat is battered cod. And honestly, anyway, three, that is all the fish I eat. Two, two one, back in one, the room. back in the room. Harry <laughs> Demon. Uh, Harry Demon says, after recent defenses roles, would you put Oggy straight back in the starting eleven? Yes. Liverpool 2 0 down at half time. Excellent. Also, where would you, when the West Ham would stood still after find where he says, also, where were you when the West Ham Wells stood still after finding out Dex was injured? Reading my phone. <laughs> um, yeah, well, we, we heard a little bit before, didn't we? Um, yes, we did. Yeah. See, I do have a filter. I hope you you guys would agree. Uh, <laughs> not not Billy really Allen. Uh, welcome, Billy. Thanks for uh, popping in. Says, even though it didn't affect the result last night, why was the Rice news leaked during the day to media outlets? Different take on it. Well, was it leaked? Uh, well, it, it, the problem is, and I think I discussed this earlier, look... It's difficult when when someone leaves with a brace from Wembley, right? They walk around and they're going backwards and forwards with a brace. When his family, his girlfriend, his brothers know, his dad knows, everybody at the training ground knows. It's hard to keep that. He's an England player and he's the West Ham 
substitute captain, it's difficult to keep that secret. Everyone's going to tell each other. So, yes, it sort of started to drift out on Twitter. On uh, And I think Ian Dale, didn't he? He messaged us and said, someone on my forum just said, duh, 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 duh. Yeah. And I said, well. I went on and confirmed it. You'd be right. I hope you didn't. Um, and so originally it was only on social media. You know, it was on it was on Twitter particularly, and and they gained traction. And obviously, people like myself and X were asked, and we didn't confirm or deny. Um, and then I think about one o'clock in the afternoon, Talk Sport broke it. Now you know, it was well known the club wanted to keep this under wraps until the team sheets were, you know, and we'd, we'd written a story ready to publish at quarter past seven when the team sheets were um, released. Right? That, that was our deal with the club that we won't release it to quarter past seven. Now, I don't know what, obviously, Lee Clayton is head of TalkSport. Um, who told him? I don't know. But there were some more details leaked by the Daily Telegraph literally a few minutes later. Um, so I can't tell you who who leaked it, but not everybody wants to play by the same rules of let's not tip off Wolves. Do Wolves did Wolves change their plans when they heard of it? I don't know. It's it's um I doubt Wolves suddenly said, Oh, let's let's change our tactics and our team because we've just heard Declan Rice is out. I mean maybe they did, I don't know. But I think you never keep something like that completely secret. For me, it was just funny that you go on and go, well, since he's out then, and people going, oh, just repeating Twitter rumours, Nige. And I just chuckled to myself because the, the West Ham fan base has, 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 you know, boxed itself now into a position where they only believe one or two people. And if what I want to know is, did the, the you... Bloke and... that put it on West Ham till I die got absolute yeah. pelters for it. He got absolute pelters for it, and you're thinking, and that's why you're thinking, well, he's right. You know, he ain't lying. What? What did you or Ian use that information for your predictor league? Well, I don't do predictor league, so oh, you don't? No. Okay, fair enough. I, it's a difficult one. I, I don't. I try not to. If if there is an important story like that that can affect team selection from the opposition I don't want to be the one that breaks it however I'll be honest with you once it did break we ran the story because once it's out when someone like TalkSport and the Telegraph run it all bets are off and of course I ran my story um 10 minutes or five minutes after after they broke it but only because they broke it you're all hot next up it's the mighty wire himself, Mr. Ian Wiley. He says, hi, lads. I just wanted to say, Nigel, thought your interview with Ian Dale was superb, fantastic. Listen, listen, hat tips, blah, blah, blah. School days were similar to you. Uh, he says it's a must listen for anyone that hasn't yet listened. Uh, quick question for tonight. What's happened to our defence? We've looked very sloppy in the last two games. The second last night was awful. We had Johnson and Creswell on that side. And they just walked in behind us. To stand any chance for Eurospot, we really need to improve and quickly. So let's go to the defence. Uh, oh, he's finished with, has Sean finished eating yet? What? <laughs> Everyone's blaming you. It's quite funny. Um, maybe it was you, Sean. Yeah, maybe it was. There it was you go. Uh, defensively. Now, 
So has something changed? Yes. Um, no, okay. Yeah. Oggy was yeah, immense. I, yeah, yeah. Oggy was immense. And uh, maybe Oggy brought uh, um, Dawson's game up because no one thought highly of him before. And as a unit, it suffered. Uh, Diop, it doesn't seem, it seem to be in unison with his. Doesn't matter who it is, the the other centre half, it never seems to be part of a unit with them. Where it seems to be um, a couple of paces ahead, or just not part as a two in any two. And I think that's where the problem is. And I think once Oggy, if Oggy comes back and replaces Diop, and Diop's just there for one of them, when one of them drops out again, I think that's a more solid unit. Yeah, I mean, for me, uh, the fact that we're conceding more has been allied by the fact we're scoring more. And I think the two go hand in hand. Um, What would you rather? Would you rather – this is funny. We've asked this question so many times. I seem to be in the minority. You know, would you rather watch us, you know, nick a 1-0 or would you rather watch us draw a 3-3 but possibly be 3-0 up? or nick a free 2 but it's a nerve-wracking last 15 minutes, what type of football would you rather watch? Um, um, because I, West Ham, for whatever reason, have never managed to have an outstanding attack with a really mean defence. Uh, so, uh, Stevie Warboys is next. Uh, he says, if and still big if we qualify for Europe, uh, how much do you think the ball would scrape together and invest in the team? Um, Sean, you want to answer that? Um, as much as we can afford is is the clever answer. Um, ah, fuck all how much do you think we, they could afford, Sean? Is the clever well, response. We'll have a look round. Well, <laughs> <laughs> look, uh, have you got beer for everyone, Nigel? How do you know it's me? Well, who was it then? Because you can see it, it's you. It weren't me. I've, mine's already open. I've hardly had any either. Um, no, I, I thought if he's going to start talking finances, I'm having a beer. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Go on. Well, you know, it's it's complicated. It's about how much, we, who we sell, who comes in and everything else. But, you know, that said, you know, I would expect them to provide a budget of... 30 uh, million as as a base, uh, plus whatever is incoming from maybe the sale of Lanzini um, or some other fringe players. Um, Anderson. Anderson might might raise about 10 million. Uh, Lanzini might, um, I don't know, I, I think in this market I'll be surprised. But, you know, that, that said, you know, I would imagine they will try and get Lingard. I don't think Lingard will be 40 million as suggested by the Sun and that Man United have doubled their price for him. Um, I think 15 to 20 million is realistic on the day that Man City, the richest club in the Premier League, announced a loss of 126 million. 
Um, but yeah, about thirty to forty million is 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 my estimate of of what might be available. Whether we qualify for Europe or not, I think the qualifying for Europe makes no difference to the short term cash flow of this club. If it was could, Champions League, yeah, do you think that would change it? Um, Forget Europa would League because Europa League you get fuck all for. Well, Me and on average, covered this I last week. Said about you weren't here. Twenty million on average for um, Europa League on on average, and I know this is a, a little bit um, misleading. On average, English Premier League clubs get around about seventy. Uh, six million for participating in the group levels of um, uh, Champions League, and, and interestingly, and I know I digress, but it is a football-related digression. Um, I am told this, and, and I don't know if it's right or not, but a journalist told me this today: there is no qualification anymore for English clubs, Premier League clubs, to Champions League. What the journalist told me today is, no, 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 you go str- uh, fourth place, go straight into go straight group into stage. group stage, yes. I didn't know that till today, so that's interesting. So getting to that group stage, as we've talked before, is worth a lot of money. So you're right to say, you know, you can bank on another maybe, I don't know, 30 more, 40 million quid. You would like to think that they can forward bank that money by saying, by giving them in more money, uh, knowing Champions League was ahead. You know, this is David Moyes we're talking about. There's no guarantees he will spend it. I mean, we're all on at him and on his back to buy a striker and, and couldn't believe when he loans another winger in Lingard. But in Moyes we trust, right? Uh, and it's what Moyes wants if we qualify for Champions League. Um, and, and, and the board have to find a way to fund it, in my view. I mean, for me, if this team's good enough to finish in the top four, of the Premier League, then it's probably good enough on its own to, you know, get out of the group stage, at least make the last 16. Not win the group, but get out of it. I, I, that's what I think. Yeah, but there are, with, there are with additions, teams, aren't there? No, that's what I'm saying. Champions so with, with additions, you know, um, it, it, you know, we could get out of the group stages without big additions. You, you don't want to go and blow all the money in one go. You, you need to yeah, build the club and use the money we get from either finishing bottom of the group or whatever. Don't want to run away before, you know, don't want to run before we can walk. Yeah, um, next up, Matt Kemp uh, says, Evening, gents. Obviously, Spandau Bradley's brother. Um, I'd, you may not have heard of him, but he's big in the Kemp family, I'd imagine. Um, he says, are, we are looking in Europe, transfers and strikers. He's got a name here, Patson Dakar. He's one that's been mentioned, scoring goals for fun in Austria, that well-known bastion of soccer hotbed football. Uh, yet in a similar vein, Allen has now scored seven in 12 with five assists in Eredivisie. Would be on our radar if we hadn't already bought and sold him. Good point. Yeah. And let's be honest, he was a flop for us. So he's asking, how do we scout the players? Um, as for scoring goals, adjusting the Premier League is very different. We need one or two strikers for next season. Brady out. Do you know Brady anything out. about the scouting setup, Sean, that Moyes runs? Or 
Yeah, I do a little bit. I mean, as you know, the scouting setup was um, decimated. Yeah, we go. Well, back it, we know it, it wasn't it. very big. It it was the two. It was Pellegrini's son and and Husilius's son, and and there were two people left. Um, I forget the guy, um, Miles. I forget his second name, but but Miles. Um, Miles, whatever his name. Anyway, he's he's the one that's been credited for um, um, Suchek, actually. Jordan Miles, that's it. His name's Jordan. Head of Recruitment Analysis. He'll go fast. My understanding is David Moyes is a bit of a control freak when it comes to recruitment. So he likes to, he spends up to 10 hours a day, hard to, since he takes training 10 hours a day watching uh videos himself has to doesn't delegate well watches videos of himself watches videos of players targets and games uh likes to go to games and watch a player you know he wants to buy himself and likes to do his own due diligence hence he gets the name due diligence dave now i know there's been a lot of talk about and funny enough we've got a question in about um it was a private question about, you know, are we going to bring in a director of football? My own personal view is that he will find it difficult to completely give up um, the reins and give it director of football. So unless it's a, ch- I don't think it will be director of football. I think he wants to bring in a chief scout that is completely under his control. Well, one that he's someone he with trusts. Before. Yeah, possibly. Oh, do you know this one? I thought there was a bloke. He was on Big Match Revisited this week. Oh, yeah. Tony, Tony Henry. I think he worked with him. (laughs) Very funny. Very funny. (laughs) Oh, he had a good shot on him, to be fair. I thought you were going to say his, I thought you were going to say his brother, who's obviously, uh, um, what, Thierry? (laughs) No, David Moyes' brother. (laughs) Oh, right. No. Uh, Ed Hughes, uh, good question. That was a bit of squirrel. He does. Uh, Or you don't say that. 30 seconds of silence, please. Sad news today. Yeah. Do you know this news, Len? No. Martin Ritter has departed. Um, Not Martin Ritter. Martin from the family, the dad. uh, Paul Ritter. I never watched it. Has passed away today. Oh, was he? Yeah. Well, you can't take it that same. It's still it. So, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, but it's sad. Yeah, it's, you know, no more squirrel. Well, people die, you know. I I, um, I assume that means there's not going to be any more serious. Well, I did wonder that. Considering both the nans have died as well. So it's half of them. Ed Hughes, anyway, says, Evening, would missing out on Europe be a massive disappointment? Not for me. Given where we thought we'd be at the start of the season, our general dour mood, it just seems incredible for us to be near the top with eight games to go. Uh, sure one does. word answer, would it be a massive disappointment, Len? No, not really. Not massive. All right, that was one word. Sure. <laughs> y- yes. Sorry, no. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, thanks, Sean, for playing along. Ed Hawthorne. He's put with Lingard seemingly unplayable at the moment. It begs the question, since you've been a supporter, what player have you witnessed have the best run of form for West Ham? 
best run of form for West Ham? Ever. Ask the question again, please. He says, yes. right, with Lingard seemingly unplayable at the moment, it begs the question, since you've been a supporter, yeah. what player have you witnessed have the best run of form for West Ham? Well, it's got to be, I mean, in recent times, it's got to be Dimitri Payet, where every time you thought he was going to take a, a free kick, it was like a penalty. You know, you thought he was going to score. So in recent times, it's got to be Dimitri Payet. It's a good answer that. But do you know the first player that came into my head? Who's? Mike Small. <laughs> Fucking hell. Do you remember that? He had 12 games. I know what you're going to say. You know, you remember it. Yeah, didn't I you? do. He had 12 games. He just couldn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Funniest I mean, thing I ever saw a reserve game. Uh, Mike Small sat down to watch the game. And the geezer shouted out, Oi, Mike, you can't sit there. You're offside. <laughs> <laughs> and he got up, looked round, and he got up and walked out. <laughs> and oh, poor Mike. Else. And, you know, but what happened is, because it was right, sad, we all fell about laughing, you know, and you think, I felt so sorry <clears> for him. Oh. But it, it was just, you know, one of them things. That you hear that's funny. I wish I'd said it, you know, in a way, because it was that funny. But you did feel for the bloke. But when he joined us, I get what you're saying. He 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 got about. Um, I mean, I remember he got two away at Palace. Um, I think he got about ten in twelve. Yeah, he? it 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 it, it was top score, like but it just it after. I think I don't know. It was after Christmas or even after the first few months. It just. Became the also ran striker that he'd been for years. Where did he go when he left us? Did he go back to Brighton? I don't know. That's the thing. Who knows? He came from Brighton. He had one season at Brighton. I think he got them into the playoffs and they didn't come up. And that's when we bought them. They got knocked out in the playoffs. So we bought him. No one had heard. Did he not go to Palace? I don't know. I think he'd played abroad at some point. In in Holland, oh, that's or something. True. Like yeah, that. he went to Holland. But you, you know, you think just whatever. Uh, he, he had about one or two years in English football of being known, and the rest of it, we can't say what he did. Yeah. Um, I mean, the the other obvious one uh, was uh, this this evening eighty six. Where the run of form with with um, my my hero of my childhood, uh, Tony Cotty and, and McAvenny, where they just banged in goal after goal after goal, and you you just yeah you know you thought that run of form was never going to end, didn't you? Um, yeah, it, that's the one that will always stick with me. Um, even even when we had other goal scorers like you know. Dean Ashton or, or other people, it's I always go back to that that Cotty and you know, you know McAvenny partnership and the form and the the understanding they just had with each other. There was a period for Craig Bellamy. I knew you were going to say that. I, where, it, it popped in my head as well. Yeah, where he he um well, he came back from injury and he got a couple of crackers. I think Boxing Day at Portsmouth, if I remember. I um, mean, he went on a run of form. 
um, and he was outstanding for us. Um, you could you could say the same about players like you know Marco Anatovic when he moved to a striker he had a great run of form I forget how many yeah, goals he scored true. in a short period mm. of time and you could say the same about Denver Barr in his short time that he yeah. played for us you know and and that that short amount of games we was just scoring for fun as well so I think we've had a few of them you know mm. we we always get wrapped up in the moment and say this is unique but it's probably not Dave Jones old Ziggy says if I'm not too late. Brady out. Brady out. Uh, Brady out. Pat Carty uh, says, I'm praying we don't fizzle out with these injuries. Sean, get on to your mate X and find out their status, please. No, he don't need to <laughs> ask X. I don't think he needs to do that. Even though I bet he gets a discount, people. Um, I've, you've already updated us on there with statuses, don't you, Sean? I have, yeah. Mm. We've done an injury. Yes, you probably I, won't I refer you yeah. to the hour earlier, Pat. The the, uh, the the answer I gave, uh, to use it House of Commons saying, I refer the honourable gentleman to an answer I gave some moments ago. And are you related to Todd, Pat? That's what I really want to know, <laughs> frankly. Who? Pat. Is Pat related to Todd? I don't get it. You want Todd Carty. Todd Carty. Grain Gilsham. Zamo, oh, right. no, okay. not Samo. Um, is that still going? Whipper, Tucker, Tucker, Tucker Jenkins. Tucker's is Hills, I don't Tucker's watch luck. television, so I wouldn't know. Is Grangehills I... still going? If you get Brickbox, um, apparently more people watch Grangehill on Brickbox than watch Love Island. What's Brickbox? Is that like a one of these um, streaming like, site um... that only shows British TV? Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. like UK gold kind of thing. Uh, yeah, but it shows a lot more than that. So it's got the best okay. of ITV. I watched uh, Tucker's Luck yeah. again from the start while I was drawing the boards for uh, everybody's second team. It wasn't great. <laughs> I say it no. was not great. However, there were a couple of familiar faces in it. Um, I'll leave it there. So I can't remember the names, so... Just while we're on everybody's second team, how's how's the sequel getting on? Oh, slowly. We're not. We're in no rush. <laughs> Is it a two thousand and twenty-one or a two thousand and twenty-two ending? Um, tell them how long it took it, you to make everybody's second team. Yeah, um, that was a few thousand hours. That. But I was, I mean, to be honest, I rushed a lot of that because obviously I needed to get it out before, for, before the anniversary to, to the club yeah. for Christmas. And oh yeah, time, we should. We, you know what? We should have approached the club about doing DVDs. We did do that. Oh yeah, and we they did. said there's no money in it, <laughs> and and then they had nothing for the boys anyway because of COVID it, and I was I had the only show in town, and they still weren't bleating interested. Yeah. Uh, we won't make that mistake again the next yeah, time. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, sorry, I was just winding you up. Not anyway, we back, really made it the first time, but back to the show. Alan Woody would ask, Wookies. Uh all right, Woody. Uh it says if we sign a strike and a player ahead of Antonio, uh who are your three to play behind him and is Antonio one of them? Oh crikey. Do you know I'm glad I don't have to make that decision. I often think that. But it'd be great, though. I mean, Antonio back on the wing, 
cutting his side there. Yeah. No, I, I disagree you? because I think Antonio's now shown him. I'm still going, and, and I think he showed it, um, that if Moyes could get hold of Triore, I think he could be another beast like Antonio. I, I think you've got to be a bit careful that you don't take away what, assuming we signed Jesse Lingard, Jesse Lingard's um, success at West Ham is a freedom he has, right? He doesn't get that freedom at Manchester United. No. And I think whoever you bring in, you've just got to be a bit careful. It complements Jesse Lingard and doesn't stifle him in the way. I don't um, think an out-and-out striker works. Do you know in the way Moyes has set us yeah. up to play at the moment? Yeah, I agree. I don't think That's an out-and-out striker works. I agree. That's the point I was making. Hmm. I know it's a you football say it point, bloody quick then, isn't it? You know, we're on the clock, son. You know? <laughs> Sorry. You you got date night tonight, Would you... obviously. No. I've got sleep night tonight. Okay, fair enough. Alex Montague. Same sort of question. Who would you all like signed by the club this season? He has caveat. Jesse Lingard. Cool. Within reason. Jesse Lingard. I'll be yeah, happy with Jesse Lingard. Now, if if we finish fifth but get Lingard, have we improved the team or have we stood still? Is it about improving the team or is, well, is, it, it, is, is it more important to stand still? It's not well, standing actually, yeah. still, is it? It is because we've already got him. Well, we haven't, though. Not the end of the season. He's going back. You could say we go backwards if we don't sign him. Yes. We're not true. standing still. Yeah. Uh, Colonel Sanders says, after another nerve-wracking game, do you ever think we can enjoy a lead again this season? Uh, I enjoy every league, Paul, to be honest. Uh, next up, uh, Stuart Ling. This is Evening Gents. How do you feel about the treatment Mark Noble receives on social media when picked? It's harsh, is it? It is harsh. Well, can you understand, or can you understand, the fans' worries when we received news like we did regarding Rice's injuries yesterday, I thought Declan's tweet after the game about the captain's performance was su- superb. You can see the respect he has for him. Should our fans show a bit more of the same, especially at such a crucial time of the season? Uh, he thinks they should. I don't know if you did. You see uh, your friend B Bianca do the interview with. Uh, uh, Mark Noble last week. No, who's friend? He t- he, he talks a bit. Anyway. Bianca, your mate Bianca, you shared a box with. Um, <laughs> B, <laughs> as you no no. He's I'm talking about me actually. Him, him, and, him, Nigel and B sitting in a tree. K i s s i n g. No, there was it was it was a threesome. There was Ian Dale, there was Nigel, and there was Bianca. Well, was some others. No, Ian Ian Dale ain't interested in Bianca's box. <laughs> no wonder I got you lucky never that know. Night. <laughs> um, anyway, Bianca, Bianca, getting back to Bianca, yeah. she interviewed uh, for Integral Sports Management. Um, uh, which do you know who owns that? By the way, who who owns that new agency that is here, there, everywhere? Trivia. Inter. Fun fact. Huh? Uh, who is it? Integral. Is it Integral? Yeah. Who is it? Integral Mr. Sports Integral. Management. Yeah. 
Yeah, Mr. Integral. Am I supposed to know the answer? Is yeah, it you are. Redknapp? Nope. Is it Salt House? Nope. Oh, is it Bazza? Nope. Silky? No, getting close. All oh, right. It's not Willie Mackay, is it? I'll, I'll give you a clue. Scum. Oh, um, Ray Winston. Ray Winston is the co-founder and ambassador for for the club. Suddenly it's been pushed everywhere. And, and Mark Noble did an interview with B. In it, anyway, getting to the point. I don't know, and I just go, yeah, please get to the point. Um, yeah. is him talking about the, the dangers of social media. And he says part of his, you know, is why you get so much involved with the um, the academy players. And he talks about it and he said, look, it's my job. He said, I was there. I've been there. I, it, this means so much to me. And he then talks about how, you know, there's so social media can be so harsh on the young players. He said, the reality is the majority of people will not make it as Premier League stars, you know, they will get rejected. And it's, I help that rejection because most of the people, if they haven't made it by 22, 23, are not going to get in the team. Yes, there's the exceptions like Declan Rice and Frank Lampard and Joe Cole. Um, but the majority, uh, Ben Johnson, uh, the majority do not graduate and, and either go to the lower divisions or nothing at all. Um Talking of that, he also talked about his son Lenny because his son Lenny's in the academy. If you don't know, and B made a joke. Do you see one day about Lenny being the club captain and you being the manager? Um, and and he poo pooed it and said, "Oh, wouldn't that be brilliant? Can you imagine the the, the, the noble house there?" Uh, and he said, "Look, I'm not. I know what it's like to be the son of Mark Noble." He said, I just want Lenny to enjoy his football. There's no pressure for him to be a Premier League star or anything else because he's been quite realistic. But yeah, it, going back to it, he does talk about the dangers of of uh, social media. And the last thing I'm going to say, Nigel, because I'll bring you, because I know you spoke about this on your West Ham Till I Die, you know, the pressures of social media. The guy from Arsenal TV, very sad. Was it Claude? Yeah. Um, who, who tragically died recently. Um, the second, I think, death related to Arsenal TV. You know, we don't know the whole reasons behind it, but it, it just shows, you know, people on social media and the whole thing, you know, they're real human beings and they've, they've got their own problems. So, you know, I think people just need to be a bit careful. Players, fans, supporters, other people, you know, you don't know what they're going through. Or... Oh. And I'm talking to Declan Rice here. Don't do it. You don't need to do it. Everyone's saying, um, "Oh, wasn't it great with Declan Rice on Declan Rice's tweets?" Not really. I think he's defensive. Maybe. I think Declan Rice he shows you what a West Ham, how how much West Ham. He he loves his gaffer, right? And he loves the captain. He respects him, and he's trying so to use he his. Can think it and tell him, can't you? As a social influencer, we've had a conversation like you're a social influencer. He was using his social influence to try and back up his teammate no, look, and protect his his, his captain. No, bollocks. Captain, my captain. No, I'll do it. No, I, listen. I'll do it for the money. That's why I'll do it. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> he don't need the money. If he's got something nice to say, he can tell it to people's faces. Fair enough. Palumi Ogunlana 
He's back again. He says, hello. Uh, great, but shaky win. Noble showed why we need a third and probably fourth option at CDM. Uh, he's going to guess Rice is done for the season and Lingard for a couple so. of weeks. Now, um, I have a funny feeling that Rice will come back. I mean, it was good to see him in the gym today on, on the Alter G. I think, you know, he, he's strong, he's fit. You know, I would be, you know, he could surprise us and be back in three weeks. And and he, he sort of said, I'll be back before you know it. So I'm hoping he proves the medics wrong and comes back super fast. He's put great time for Lanzini for now. It's a Bowen to step up. Is it time to question the centre-backs? Maybe Fabianski after giving up Oof. five goals in two I weeks. I thought Fabianski did well yesterday. Um. I don't think you could blame him for any of the goals. He made a good save as well, from what I can remember. Next up, it's Christopher Kinch. Uh, he says, uh, great feeling to wake up this morning knowing we're fourth. So many positives about last night's game, as tense as it was second half. And great to see Noble prove his critics. He still has a lot to offer. Given how well Lingard has been playing for us now, much he seems to enjoy playing for us. If Man United were willing to sell Lingard, do we try and buy him whatever the cost? Whatever the cost. So if Man United said 40 million, Sean, do you pay? No. No. Okay. What would you pay? What's the max? Where are you maxing you out? That's 20. 20. Len, you got a max? Well, it ain't my money, but I'd say. I won't be upset if he stretched it to 25. It's a contract thing, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, if he had, or well, ain't it anymore? If it, is his contract been extended? Do we have to pay more? There's always that worry that they will do. He's uh, He's got a year left on his contract, and I'm told by my man United source, uh, my stepfather, um, he's got another year uh, option on top of that. So actually, they've got two years. I, 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 yeah. Oh. 25 for me is the max. Yeah. But if we paid 30, I don't know. It, 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 it's, the, it's not so much how much, it's the percentage of what we've got to play with. That's the thing. If it's if if we've got 60, 70 million, then I'd pay 30. But he's he's on 50, top wages, so he would be, uh, you know, he that's would the be, a, got, I think, yeah. he'd be right at the top of the tree on, on the earnings, straight in. Next up, evening, gentlemen. Need a new motor? It's Alan Day, our favourite car salesman. Hello, Alan. Uh, Hello, Alan. He says, can we not have a Sean Loving like last week, please? <laughs> I think that was you, Len, <laughs> he's pointing out. Uh, no, I, no, I said to both of you. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, you're, I mean, you're like lemon and salt. It's great with tequila, but, um, you know, one eats. you got cameras a pair. It wasn't a Sean Loving. Oh, right. Who's the lemon? <laughs> Which one's more bitter? <laughs> <laughs> Which one is more bitter? I'm not bitter. Oh, no, you know what I think? Um, yeah. I think it doesn't matter, does it? You know what no. I mean. I do know uh, what you mean. Sort of vinegar then. Yeah. And, right. and, and on um... liquor and chilli vinegar. Yeah. Anyway, um, Alan's gone we, on. What a great performance last night. Interrupting Sean before he bores us with something else. Jesse's <laughs> by far the best player since Payette to play for us. 
He said Antonio looked colossal for 30 minutes. A few wobbles, but a win in top four. Wow. Think we could finish fifth or above. I'm with you. He's got a question for the week. He said, on the back of Chairman Len's comment about the stress of watching us uh, whilst we were in the top five the other week, it got me thinking that what if the first season at London Stadium slab built on his success and we were always in the top five, how would Len feel then? I think, well, because I'd also said it's because I'm not there. Mm. And um, I would have felt a little bit more or less. Yeah, I mean... Or enjoy it more. Yeah. I would have enjoyed it more. The stress is that because I'm not there as well, and I'm just we're just sort of there to sort of get into the Champions League so we can look forward to something when we are there, I'm not enjoying. That's why I'm not enjoying it. It's not that I'm really that stressed about it because if look, we're going to lose a couple of games for the end of the season. I'm not going to you know be crying about that. But we're in a result business at the minute. It won't be like that when we're back in the stadium. No. What he goes on yeah. to say though is being a Man City fan must be a bit shit if you tonk Burnley five nil again. Bit boring. Also, we would have then been taken to the next level five years ago. Who would we have a go at now? This is, I'm not sure how I'd feel. I like being the underdog and games could go either way. We weren't everyone's second team for nothing. Up the Amers, Alan Day, he, he self-declares himself as a towner. Oh, is that right? That's what he says. I'm not yeah, when are you going to do man? your next show, guys? Uh, let me ask Elena a question because we didn't ask it earlier. We know you renewed your season ticket. I renewed my season ticket live on air. Lynn, what's, what's your di- when are you going to renew and are you going to be oh, well, back? I had, to, I had to look. Um, I might better just do it online. Yeah. I was, while, while you was looking at it, I was doing the same thing. I've got to for, get brothers for as well. Us, though, for us, up. though, you've got a part with money. Uh, we don't. Because obviously, no, you've already done it. We've done it, so it was an easy one, you know. Just credit comes out and back into the club again, so you know, don't have to part with anything. What's the question there? Are you going to renew? Yeah, of course I am. He's fucking said this for weeks. You may, you may decide you like watching it from your own. No, he said he's missed missed opportunities. I'm not enjoying it there. Do you not listen for Christ's sake? (laughs) Literally, the last sentence I said. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I was reading something. Yeah, I know you was. All right. We're switching codes now. Go on. Because we've got an egg chaser. Uh, Rory Underwood's brother, Tom, says, with Antonio out of the season, who would you play up top? He's not out for the season. season. No, he's not out for the season. All right. He's asking a question. Let's run with it. Who would you play up top? Pass it backwards, yeah. Um, Bowen done all right. Yeah, I think think you could, um, you know... Lanzini, look, you could mix it up with Lingard, with Lanzini, with with Ben Rama, with uh, Bowen, and just just mix it up in that, those forward positions. You don't need a striker. Just chop right. and change. Very, very quickly. Quick, quick. We're going to do Super Six and see how you're getting on. Top six for Sean. Oh no! Oh, shut up. Um, 
39 for Nigel, yeah. See, I forgot my frigging question there because you've been prattling on. Um, yeah, I've totally forgotten what I was going to ask now. No, we're not done. It's just a different way of doing it. Just making sure I didn't left anyone behind. So, next up is Dan, a favourite Twitter arty. 31, 60, 40, 43 on 40. You see, are, you to, are you reading the Twitter ones out? Yes. Now? Okay. That's where I'll go for the money, not Facebook. All right. Anyway, carry on. He said, would you agree the GSB out movement does not get taken seriously due to the constant mud throwing and just seeing what sticks? Take the Sullivan didn't buy as a striker as an example. He also says yes, we need more yes, impressions to go on something. I'm funny. I've done that. I didn't do gold, no. though. I mean, for me, my frustrations are, I've always said, is that that sometimes that they they do and say things that are incorrect, that aren't right. And a lot of people will then believe it and they run along with it. And it's just, you know, a lie try. Was it the saying a lie travels five times quicker than the truth? Um, I, heard, I heard it. The, what I heard was uh, a liar's travelling around the world while the truth's still putting his shoes yeah, on. Yeah, well, something like something that's probably like that. a better one. So, where for me, if if you stick to the facts about what they've done, there's enough reasons to dislike them. Of course there is. You know, we don't need to make, we don't need to go their asset strippers and they've they've robbed this club blind because they haven't. Um, but when you look at what they've done with it, there's there's enough reason there to show that they've squandered it, and that's that's what I have the problem I have with them. Yeah, but you know, at the end of the day, that. You know, that, that that's a bit boring, isn't it? In a way, you know. You ain't going to get 7,000 people to protest off the back of, would they run a football club in a shit way? No. And, that's, and it depends what your ultimate aim is and how far you want to go to get it. Damn. Greg Morgan says, can we take it as a positive that we learned how to close out the win yesterday after the Arsenal result? I believe managing the game is another step forward to being a better team. Brady out. Brady out. Brady out. Um, not really questions. So that was it. Real, and that's it on Twitter. I'll just tell you who it was. Uh, Why are you looking? Uh, oh, I didn't tell you. On Good Friday, I've got a new addition to the family. Um, that is, yeah. Ah, uh, what you got? A cap of cavapuchon. No, no idea. Sounds small. What? That's a it cavalier and a what? Cavapuchon. What's a puchon? Um, it is. Uh, well, it's a poodle, cavalier, king spaniel. So you, got I guess. Cava, king you got a cavalier. You got a cavapoodin. Yeah, but it's called a cavapuchon. No, it's, what, it's where are you getting old. the Pouchon from? What is a Pouchon? No, no, I'll just tell you what the breed's called, mate. Well, well there's one called a it's something. Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, yeah, and a poodle. It can't be, it can't be free, Sean. It's you can't. a Cavapouchon. 
right? Fuck off. They've Cather. charged you. Free brain. Right? You've dressed it up <laughs> three, with a fancy name. 3,200, actually. That's, I know what dogs are going for, mate. They've just dressed that up. We'll, we'll get another 200 quid well. if we stick another fancy name on it. Look at these mugs from, from Surrey. It's, 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 it's a quarter cavalier. Quarter uh, cavalier. Yeah, I think so. Bichon Freeze and half a two toy poodle. It's a fucking cocktail, Sean. It's a fucking dog. It can only be crossed between two. <laughs> half a poodle. Oh, fuck, you know. Toy poodle. Do you it's a very a small dog. Very small <laughs> Is that dog. what they said? <laughs> yeah. It's not my dog. It's my missus and my stepkid's dog. You um, can tell it's your missus' dog by the size of it. Yeah. It's I, I'm asthmatic, so it's hypoallergenic as well, which is which is. Oh, good. okay, yeah, the poodle cross thing. But it, yeah, I'm having fun. It's like a baby. It's just crying all night, and oh, it's more it's more work than a baby. I never knew this. You're a dog person, aren't you, Nigel? Well, <laughs> I've, just in case he's listening, I've refrained from any jokes. But yes, <laughs> uh, what one tip? Don't never let them on the bed, Sean. Oh. Yeah, no, we made that. It's it's not happening. Uh, they, they stay in the lounge and uh, the git still sleeps like on my legs. Three o'clock in the morning, it was crying and everything. So yeah, yeah. Don't ever, don't let it melt your heart when that little puppy's crying and you go, yeah. all right, just to get some sleep, I'll let you on the bed because you'll never yeah. get. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a picture just so you uh, have a, oh, a yeah. picture of it so you can. Um, well, anyway. Uh, it was Chris Kinch, who is the uh, soldier priest, who sent me a great message. So, thanks, Chris. That name flashed up. I think might have ordered the portrait, don't they? Oh, right. I think it flashed up on my phone when I started the podcast. Might be wrong. That's it. Facebook, Twitter, question time. There you go. Uh, I think we've only been going two hours, haven't we? Well, I've got the same points as you, but I'm so far behind it, it don't really matter. What do you mean, same points as me? Uh, um, no, you Monday, didn't. I got it? 11, you got eight. How'd you make that? Well, didn't, what about Saturday? Didn't I look? I thought we had the same points. Yeah, we've had another one this oh, did week, we? Has that gone already then? I thought it was this Saturday's coming. Has that been played? Yeah, it's already been done. Oh mate, I'm not. You need to need to choose another one. There you go. There's there's the there's the D. Let's have a look at his hound. There's Riley. The D O G. Ah, I put. Oh, he's like an old teddy bear. (laughs) No, it does. It looks like it. You get attention wherever you go when it. You go Ah. in a little uh, sack. Yeah, I'll I'll put I'll put a picture on uh, Facebook. Anyway, um, I think that's all we've got today. Have we got a game next week? We're going to do predictions. Yeah, or? Leicester. Leicester, of course. Leicester. Nigel. Um, I'm going to go win. Oof. We embarrassed them at their gaff. And I, I don't think they're as good. This is their time Score? to start crumbling. How many? 3-2 um, again. Okay. All right. I hope you're right, Nigel. Len? I think... I think three two Leicester. Oh, I just I, I'm just uh, I, I, that's possibly the last team I want to play right now. Looking at them, that centre yeah. pairing, just just go different. I'm going to go Sorry. one nil West Ham win. Yeah, yeah, just for a change. Yeah, just for a change. I've been Sean. Len has been. Um, 
right in the lounge. Down. I should do. I never put this. I'll never get any notice. Yeah, and Nigel has been <laughs> down the pub. Come on, you eyes. Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast. Back with the Boochies next week. And maybe another special guest. More than just a podcast. Oh, my God. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.